down chapter 15 artificial intelligence natural intelligence and if it's still smart where could we get a card and if we manage to get a card could it be still good for the old head office or could have the codes changed is it enough Ramon asked quite loud. Excuse me, I replied. I'm asking you if the money is enough. Ramon repeated. You were in trance. I don't know if it's too much or too few. I told him that it was enough by then. Suddenly, I felt embarrassed taking his money and I was about to give it back to him. But the money didn't want to come out of my wallet, so I got up with my remorse and left. Ramon came behind me and asked if something was wrong. He said I seemed distant. He asked if I was fine and he apologized for yelling at me. He hadn't slept much and was a bit irritable. I just was thinking about the card thing and I didn't notice his regret, so I couldn't take advantage of him, not asking for money like with the oxygen, but emotionally. I suppose he left on his own. I was too busy with the artificial intelligence issue. I called Sandra to ask her when the next lecture at the Universal Savings Bank was taking place. She was astonished. She would never expect such a question. She answered, as I suspected, she hadn't the slightest idea, but we could go up to there and find it out. Alicia looked at Carlos with mistrust. She thought he had been absent-minded for several days and, above all, too much concerned for his father's business. She didn't know much about the council's things, just a few things her mother told her. But social services weren't much of her interest. There were no more than problems, too much stress. Her father only talked about housing estates, sidewalks, and things like that. Carlos had been, at first, an oasis. But she was more and more certain that what her cow friends were always saying about Carlos being with her out of self-interest was true. She, deep down, knew it easily could be. He had always been very ambitious, but nice, or handsome at least. She actually had thought about it in the morning, at breakfast. She was going to put an end to that situation and talk openly with her husband. She would ask the question, what is happening to us? And she would wait patiently for his face trying to show he had no idea what she was talking about. He would tell her that it all was her imagination and that his life could be meaningless without her. She also suspected he could appear the following day with a bunch of roses, red, without thorns, and he could apologize for neglecting her, for assuming lots of things 
and he got to spoil her like the first time. But she didn't dare. She was only capable of talking about the weather. But daring or not ask the question, she wasn't going to let that grief last not a second more. And it was there, while she was putting the dishes into the dishwasher, where she decided to take steps. When he said goodbye to go to the office, she followed him. But her piptoes heels made too much noise and Carlos caught her red-handed. She was able to pretend in time she was going shopping and Carlos didn't erase any snack. It was what she used to. That clearly showed Alicia that following her husband wasn't a job for her. If she had to choose between wear the latest fashions and know the truth about what she suspected about her husband, she had right in front of her a dilemma with a difficult solution. So she decided to call that ex-boyfriend with whom she had shared so many good moments and with whom she had shared so many sordid moments to tell her cow friends. Yes, she was thinking about phoning Andres. She really wasn't thinking about it. She thought about it in the way home to swap the heels for the trainers she had to play tennis at the club. She called him from home. She couldn't help some kind of teenager's excitement while the waiting tone sounded. She also imagined a scorching scene over the office desk coming from Andres' attempt of consoling her before her husband infidelity. What's up, man? So are you enjoying the family life? Andres said with confidence. Alicia stood paralyzed, not knowing what to say. Listen, Andres shouted. Hey! Alicia's heart beat strongly. Like the first time she went into her parents' bedroom looking for condoms. <laughs> he got Carlos and the remote mix up again. I'm hanging up. Are you listening? Andres shouted again. Fuck you off. Alicia didn't know whether to kill her father or let him live to see how she divorced the lawyer he liked so much to marry the... How did he call him? Professional crook and unexpected gigolo. If she wasn't so posh, and if she wasn't looking at herself in the mirror, she could swear something like, son of a bitch. His father kept in touch with the swine that had tried to make his daughter lose the virginity. That was all a father had to know. With the swine that had testified at the divorce trial, his wife was a chart. It didn't matter. As Scarlett said, she could think about it tomorrow. She took the phone and dialed again.